You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your ballot boxes that I'm assuming have speakers at some point. I'm your host, Ryan Andrews from JaysFromTheCouch.com, back for another Blue Jays Fan Friday edition of the podcast. I know it's been a little bit, but we have something that I've been holding on to and teasing for a while. I gathered the votes back when the Blue Jays were still playing back in September, and finally we can release the results. We've got the Price Waterhouse Cooper people. They finished tallying up the votes, making sure there were no double ballots in there. And yeah, I can tell you that the Blue Jays MVP for 2018 is La La Land. I mean, no. Sorry, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later on. But no, we have tallied up the votes from you, the fans. You're going to have your say. And one of the Blue Jays will be awarded the first ever Locked On Blue Jays MVP award. Um, I It's going to be a, a wine bottle that's been painted gold. Wait, we recycle here at Locked On Jays for our trophies. So hopefully whoever gets the award will be very happy. And we will have comments from you as always during the unveiling of the results, but before we actually dive into them, I want to start with someone who actually didn't get a vote in the MVP uh, process, but surprisingly turned out to lead the Blue Jays in war, according to baseball reference, and I think it might surprise a few people, but the leader in war, according to Baseball references here was Kevin Pillar at 2.5. A lot of that's going to be defensive runs saved. But yeah, when you look at it, Kevin Pillar actually didn't do too badly. He didn't strike out near as much as some of his compatriots who did get votes. The average still wasn't great. He managed to get it up to 252. Again, the defense is the most likely reason for that high war rate just because he's able to run around and make catches that are insane. And and hopefully he gets to do that during the Japan series coming up this month. But he actually did lead the Blue Jays in hits. And he led the Blue Jays in doubles. So there were good things that Kevin Pillar did. Were there enough to counteract some of the miserable slumps that he's had? Not in the eyes of Blue Jays fans. And I think that... That's the main reason why he didn't really get any kind of votes. Because just the bad with Kevin Pillar at the plate sticks out more than the good of Kevin Pillar in the outfield. And I think a lot of people can rationalize the good in the outfield as less valuable than what he did at the plate. So I'm I'm not surprised Kevin Pillar didn't get a vote in this. But just wanted to give him a shout out because, hey, he, he did something for the Blue Jays this year. But no, we are going to get to your votes. And, you know, we'll we'll start from bottom to top. You know, slowly reveal them. You know, standard, standard, you know, drumroll format, I guess. We'll call that. 
So we will start with Laura at Laura L two nine two zero who cast her vote for Danny Jansen because she said the man can catch and hit home runs. And I like that close quote can't argue with what Jansen has shown in his brief period of time at the major league level. He's part of the reason why the blue Jays have hope for the future. Part of the reason why Russell Martin probably will not have to play much next year, but yeah, seeing Jansen already kind of assert himself a little bit at the major league level, great for the future of the Blue Jays, helps solidify a sore position for them going forward. So I, I can get behind that. Uh, Kong at Z Truck K uh, responded with Mark Shapiro as the MVPT, the most valuable player trader. Okay, <laughs> that we can't argue that he traded an MVP this season. We'll see what Julian Merriweather has to offer in place of Josh Donaldson. But again, he wasn't coming back. So I, I not too bothered by that trade whatsoever. Sally Cosentino at Sally underscore Cosentino just said one word. Hap. Can't argue with J Hap either. J Hap, you know, had a good run while he was with the Blue Jays this season was their best starting pitcher, you can argue, and netted a decent return from the Yankees. He brought Billy McKinney and Brandon Drury. So that's not bad for a for a ten and six record with a four eighteen ERA. And you never know, he might come back. So we might have gotten Billy McKinney and Brandon Drury for nothing. <laughs> I'm I'm kidding. I I honestly don't see Jay Happ coming back. It'd be nice if he agrees to a knockdown deal, but I I don't see it happening for the Blue Jays. But you know we will always appreciate what Jay Happ has done here. Uh, at Blue Jays thoughts had had a couple ideas. First, John Gibbons. No player was good enough for long enough to deserve the honor. In Blue Jays' mind, only player that hasn't been outright bad at any point has been Barucki, and the team didn't get enough wins. Blue Jays' thoughts continues. Oh, how about Ben Wagner? Ben Wagner was amazing in Jerry's absence this year. Couldn't have asked for a classier predecessor to the legend that is Jerry Howarth. I, I can't argue that. Ben Wagner's been great. He did great work in Buffalo. Was happy to see him get the promotion. And, yeah, he's been an excellent addition to the Blue Jays booth. So can't argue with that at all. Happy, happy for Ben Wagner. One more from Blue Jays thoughts. You know, they put a lot of thought into this. Uh, come to think of it, Gatorade is probably the MVP. It was there for Barucki's first win. It got Arashima Danny in the smoke walk-off. It got Gibby in his final home game. Gatorade for sure. So Gatorade, if you want to give me or Blue Jays thoughts a a bit of advertising money for that happily accept it on their behalf just send it send us a dm on twitter we'll give you the address and send us all the gatorade promotion money rounding out the tallies of one vote idle irish minds at idle irish minds dan shulman is their mvp he makes it a joy to listen to, even if the Jays were losing big to the Red Sox, Yankees, or some other rival this year. There were a lot of those. Cannot argue with that. 
But again, having Dan Shulman on more Blue Jays broadcasts was only a good thing for the franchise. So happy to have him here. Happy to listen to those dulcet tones and looking forward to more of the same in oh, April. Six long months away. Try to survive, folks. This is we'll, we'll do our best to get through the long, long winter, but we, we will try. We will try. And we will have more of your votes, more of your comments on the Blue Jays MVP right after this break. And welcome back. We are counting down your votes for Blue Jays MVP of 2018. And this is where we start to get into the section where multiple people actually voted for the same person. Or lack of a person. Dun, dun, dun. No. Yeah, spoiler alert for the rest of this segment. But we start with Ryan Barucki, the young left-hander who came up mid-season and gave Blue Jays fans something to root for. Finished with a 4-6 and six record, 387 ERA, which was best among Blue Jays starters that got into 10 or more games. So hey, that's something to hang the hat on for Ryan Barucki. But yeah, he got the attention of Berkeley at Blue Jays' Life, who who sent his vote for the left-hander, as well as Mark Emery at Mark Scott Emery. That Mark? Okay. Thank you, Mark, for your vote. Um, Ryan Barucki was best performer overall. Best position player that gives us hope is Lourdes Gurriel Jr. The rest underperformed and get no kudos. So Ryan Barucki did capture a lot of attention there, and he is the strongest candidate of the young class so far, who's shown himself at major league level, shown himself to be that kind of Mark Burley type, which is great. You always want a Mark Burley type in your rotation, a guy who just eats innings and can consistently get outs, like Jay Happ. So... I, I like what I saw from Ryan Barucki this year. And Mark actually touches on the next person on our list. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. getting a solid percentage of the votes for many reasons. Um, Roy Widrig, for, former guest host on the show. He'll be back at some point, I'm sure. He's at Yeah Hi Roy now. So check him out there. He voted for Gurriel. Just for the hair. I, I pressed him on that because, you know, he's a writer. He should give me more than a one-word vote on Lourdes Gurriel. So he admitted that maybe it was for the hair that Lourdes Gurriel got his vote. Uh, Adam at Flames underscore Jays underscore 83. Very enthusiastic vote for Gurriel. Uh at Jays in 2020, also submitting their vote for Lourdes Gurriel Jr. with the pineapple emoji, which can't can't argue the pineapple emoji. Yuve um, Rob at Jabroni Rob also selected Gurriel, although they admitted there are some worthy mentions for some other Blue Jays, including Jay Happ. But no, Gurriel, the first of the young position players to really make their mark with the Blue Jays, and the one who's who signed the most friendly deal, signed that seven-year, $22 million deal coming out of Cuba, and so far looks like a 
young Troy Tulowitzki at the very least. The way he provided instant offense, the way he provided that pop at the position. And he got better at fielding the position as well as the year went on, which is exactly what the Blue Jays wanted to see from him this year. I think that might have dispelled the notion of making Guriel that kind of super utility guy. Yeah, he can play all over the place, but the defense he offered at shortstop late arguably makes him more valuable there, especially if Bo Bichette switches over to second base. And then you can maybe look at making Kevin Biggio your utility guy and having that Marwin Gonzalez type. It gives the Blue Jays more options on what they want to do. And again, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they play Guriel around a little bit more. If Bo Bichette gets called up this year, he'll be moved around a bit. So both of them can get some time at shortstop, but was very happy to see the progression that Lourdes Guriel Jr. made this season, which is to say some people didn't see enough from the Blue Jays, and that's why Guriel actually tied for third in our MVP vote with no one. No one was a very popular selection for Blue Jays fans this year. Brian Mason at Habman 2010, when looking at the MVPs on offer, just kind of laughed say, hey, cool MVPs. And Brian is looking forward to next season, saying the Blue Jays will be better. They like the kids that the Blue Jays have. I agree with that. 2018 was a very difficult season to watch, a very difficult season to start a daily podcast on and comment on every day and try and be positive all the time. But, hey, they, they do have people coming, which is nice. I mean, that's that's hope. You want hope. You you don't want to be the Rangers just watching like nothing come out. Um, Daryl Jock at Daryl Jack 53 said no one really had a career year. The player who performed above what they thought was Barucky, but he didn't play enough after a terrible start and Grichuk was good after DL stint. In short, they don't have a clue. Their words. Which, again, I get it. It's difficult to kind of see the positives in 2018. You you kind of just push forward. Diana at Breeze Through Life didn't think they could pick an MVP this year. They do see a lot of promising signs for next year, so they will look forward to seeing the young ones push even more to excel then. Again, I, I can I classify this as hope? Just Just voting for hope? Next year, as as opposed to just saying nothing, I'll I'll give uh, E Rock at Croncha eighty five the last word, declaring a push until next year because no one stood out. Vladdy made the most noise and never played a game. His walk off in March still resonates after a full season, and yeah, Vladdy's probably going to be a walk away that in this category for a while once he comes up, but for now. Yeah, hope is what the Blue Jays fans have. We'll we'll discuss some more hope and get to our top two MVP vote getters right after this break. All right, I don't have a drum to do a drum roll, but we are at the top two of our Blue Jays Fan Friday MVP voting, and two names that have been mentioned already this week in this blitzkrieg of podcasts 
but two names that really stood out from an offensive standpoint because because it wasn't going to be a pitcher. Berucki was the best of the pitchers. I I you couldn't give it to Ken Giles for two months of work, but no, coming in second in our vote tally, very very close. Had about sixty six percent of the vote that our winner did, but for his strong resurgence coming off the DL. Randall Gretschuk gets the runner-up for the MVP voting. Just He's captured the minds and hearts of Blue Jays fans. Snoopy Guerrero at Steven Act 4, just sending in the hashtag HandsomeRandy as he has become known to the Blue Jays fans, which I'm, I'm not a judge of handsomeness, but I'm, I'm all right with that. Um... Our Yankees correspondent, David, David T.A. Brown, chipped in saying Grichuk is the MVP, but they would have suspected as much. And and they they also nominated Hap and Barucki. Hap, of course, he went to the Yankees. Barucki, being being the only starting pitcher on, with an ERA under four, being only 24, they like Barucki. But, you know, Grichuk was going to get that tally there. Uh, Deborah Stesiuk says they have a soft spot for Gritch, made some clutch hits and catches. He's only going to get better, in their humble opinion. I'm all right with that. Uh, Jen Morrow at Jennifer Lee 38 said Gritchuk. Sharda at P. Paris 0 said Gritchuk. Just a lot a lot of single votes for Gritchuk. Cheryl Fick at Fick Cheryl thought Randall Gritchuk deserved it. And again, can't can't argue with what Randall did coming off the DL, showing exactly what the Blue Jays thought they were getting when they traded for him from St. Louis. A, a steal of a trade. Dominic Leone wasn't good last season, and Connor Green just kind of stalled out a bit. So great trade for the Blue Jays to get Randall Gritchuk and have this kind of season where he's asserted himself as that kind of veteran bat going forward. So it, it's interesting to call Randall Gritchuk a veteran bat, but that's what he's going to be. And if Kevin Pillar is still here, he's he's going to be that. As well as the MVP winner. We, we've we been holding off on it, but for, for a lot of Blue Jays fans, there was no doubt for the defense he provided, for the offense he provided, and for being that, that stabilizing presence in a turbulent year. MVP for Blue Jays fans, the 2018 Locked On Blue Jays MVP winner is Justin Smoke. The crowd goes wild. Now, Justin Smoke was the runaway winner of this award. Even when people wanted to split their votes, Jamel Johnston at Jays and Heat 13 gave some love to Ryan Barucki, but said Justin Smoke first. Uh, Monique Rack at Ra Dar's mom just says smoke. A lot of people just just smoke in their mind. Roger Mansfield at GoPro Trucker. Gotta be smoke. Best numbers offensively. Some clutch bombs. Another stellar year at first base. That's that's really all you can do to sum up Justin Smoke. He that's what he does. He's he's reliable. He's like a he's like a grandfather clock that you could just look on and just count the numbers, count the pendulum going. Just stoic as always. Irene M at Orchid2424 said smoke. 
because no one else voted for him, dependable, and he hits dingers. I would I would argue that Kevin Pillar has more a grievance for not being voted for, but that that is what it is. Patricia Labe at Patricia Labe four. I I hope I got the last name right. They just said smoke. Jordan Knights at Knights thirteen eighty one just said smoke. You know, just just a a really quick one. Je- Jester Bester at Jessica Weld said smoke solid dependable defensive wizard again i think that's what blue jays fans were looking for just something to hold on to just something they could trust when seeing guys like marcus stroman and aaron sanchez just kind of fall apart russell martin being a shell of himself troy tulitsky not getting on the field josh donaldson being hurt blue jays fans were looking for someone to just be that semblance of their former selves and just give them something to hold on to justin smoke was that for a lot of people Blue Jays superfans Susan Mitchell at Mitchell underscore Susan says, Smoke is my MVP. She said it it should be probably lowercase for 2018. Gritchuk was her most surprising player. So that that's her MSP plus, but Smoke was was the option. Hilly Boxer at GB10XNM. As much as they wanted Handsome Randy to win it. It would be hard to argue that Smoke wasn't the Jays' best and most consistent player from start to finish this season. Smoke led the team in RBIs, walks, OBP, OPS, total bases, tied for lead in homers, second on the team in hits behind Pilar. Season wasn't as good as last year, but no one's was. That's that's a lot of you know a lot of good points in regards to Justin Smoke. Um, Stephanie Thomas at When Doves Cry, and I'm going to give Stephanie a special shout out here. She said, Smoke deserves a gold glove. And she was proven right. Just Justin Smoke was the Blue Jays' lone gold glove finalist and made sure to come back and let me know on it. And I again, we can't argue that. Smoke's defense has been long underrated. He's finally getting the credit he deserves for that. And it I'm I'm rooting for him to get that gold glove award because the the picks he's able to make, he made the Blue Jays pitching rotation a lot better than it could have been. He made Lourdes Gurriel look a lot better than he could have been his first year at shortstop. Getting those Devin Travis throws, getting those Josh Donaldson, Alemis Diaz, whoever you want to put at third base, Richard Urania throws. He saved so many runs, just his ability to scoop up any ground, almost any ground ball that was thrown at him. So I would love to see him get the recognition for that. And I'm going to give the final, final word to Kerry. At Carrie underscore A23, longtime responder, who pretty much summed up the voting process, I think. For Carrie, almost every name they came up with was a second half or later. Grichuk, Gruyel, Barucki. Smoke was the one exception. He didn't match last year's numbers, but he's the one guy who's been more or less consistent. And this season, consistent is about the best Blue Jays fans can hope for. Can't say it any better than that. The, the rock-solid consistency of Justin Smoke is what got him the 2018 Locked On Blue Jays MVP award. Thank you to everyone who submitted your vote. So, so overwhelming. It took the PricewaterhouseCooper guys um, over a month to count it all and, you know, get the results out at the end of the playoffs. So, again, thank you to everyone who submitted your votes. I, I hope I can get it all in the... Th- in the tweet for today's episode i probably won't 
if you want to see my efforts in getting them all in that tweet, check me out on Twitter at NeoAC18. That's NeoAC18. We can have more conversations to, you know, keep us warm during the cold, cold baseballless nights. Hopefully the hot stove starts kicking into gear soon. Already options are being declined, so, you know, it's kind of starting up a little bit. Probably won't really swing into high gear until December. So we will do our best to try and maintain the flame for the Blue Jays. Follow the podcast at Locked on Jays. Make sure you have that followed so you don't miss an episode. I'm I'm almost tearing up at the at the thought of no baseball for five or six months. It, uh, how how will I survive? I tried to watch football. Eh, last night was not a good game to watch. Freaking Raiders are terrible. Joke franchise. But no. Um get in touch with me on Twitter there. Check out the writing at jaysfromthecouch.com. It's top notch. Whenever you click on an article there, you know you're getting quality content, so check it out every day for your Blue Jays knowledge. And again, thank you all so much for checking and making the season what it was for me. Despite the winning, it, it's been a great season, and I'm looking forward to continuing talking with all of you moving forward as the young guns start to come up and start to put a charge into this team. So for everyone here at the Locked On Blue Jays podcast, at the Locked On Podcast Network, I'm Ryan Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode, and y'all take care.